All right, guys, welcome back to Block Hash Exploring the Blockchain episode 263. Uh, today, we got an awesome guest talking about um, how to educate people on trading, how to educate people on crypto and blockchain um, through a really unique idea, uh, through cartoons, through comics and stuff like that. Um, Randy is here to talk more about it. Randy, how you doing, man? Good, man. Hey, thanks for having us on. So thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. Uh, happy to have you here. And we're going to talk about a lot of cool stuff. Um, before we do, tell me a bit more about yourself. I'm sure the audience is really curious. What's your background? Oh, what did you do uh, before? Um, and how did you get into the space? Okay, well, I, uh, I was born and raised in Canada. I'm currently living in Panama. And I spent the, the majority of two decades, uh, I had a really good career in oil and gas. I was working internationally. I, everything was going great. Life was good. There was nothing real big concerns or worries. And then all of a sudden, a few years back, the whole COVID thing came around and I was visiting some friends in Panama. And during that time, I had a little more time on my hands than normal, right? So I was like, you know, we're all kind of in lockdown. And then I started figuring out, I'm like, well, you know, is oil and gas really going to be the thing I'm going to do for the next two decades. Like there was a lot of uncertainty in the world. Oil was trading at negative dollars a barrel. And I was like, huh. So I started doing a little bit of research. I started watching shows like you and like Mark Moss and uh, Rob Paul. And, you know, I started diving into some, some interesting shows and it really kind of opens up the curtain to, you know, something we're, we're not really known about. Like when, when, <laughs> when you dive into what is money, and all this, and you peel open the curtain, you can't really unsee this. So during that time, I was like, okay, cool. So I, I did a lot more research, and then I decided to make the shift going from two decades of oil and gas going into full-time crypto. So then I was like, okay, well, you know, I started investing, and I kind of came in at one of one of the little run-ups uh, two years ago. It was pretty good. I made a couple good moves. Everything was going really well. I'm like, okay, this is really it. But then I thought, you know, it's – I'm 38 years old at that point in time, things were going well in life. Everything was good, but I'm like, it's crazy that 38 years old that I really never fully understood the story of what is money? What is the monetary system? What is the federal reserve? What is cryptocurrency? And it is a very, very big, broad topic. And I'm one of the people that I really like to kind of do some super deep diving. I like to read a lot of stuff. But I was like, okay, well, you know, in my path in crypto, being investors are great. You know, it's good. You find some good projects, do some good fundamental research. You pick it, you say it, it's good. But I was like, how can I, how can I take my time to create something meaningful? So I was like, education. Education was really, really important to me because I was like, if I didn't know this and I'm probably not the only one, I'm probably not an isolated case uh, the only 38 year old person that had a good career, things were going on well. And then I'm like, what is this? And then I was like, okay, well, you know, in, in regards to this, I was like, well, if I need to know this, probably there's a lot more people that have to as well. So luckily the universe kind of put me into paths with, uh, I, I joined a few crypto communities, started being very active in there. And I met this guy named Olin and Olin was actually currently working on a project where he was creating an educational program. He was a penny stock trader for two decades. He was working in mortgages and he has a five-year-old kid or was five at the time and is six now. And he was creating an educational course, but he had done it in a fun way. He'd created a cartoon. He was gonna make a stock trading course, 
But then he thought, well, you know, I, uh, why don't I try to make it fun? Why don't I try to make it for my kid? Because he's like, dad, I want to be like you. So he's like, well, how are we going to do this? And, and it really, this was kind of one of the things that really sparked. So when I started talking to Allen, it really made a lot of sense. I'm like, you know, if we can make learning for everybody, if we can make it really, really digestible, and what is that going to be looking like? What's probably the easiest way to be able to get people to digest information? And that's through a cartoon, right? Who doesn't like watching a cartoon? And it really doesn't matter what age you are. If you're a kid, you're a young adult, you're an experienced trader, somebody's probably going to tune into this. And if you have good high quality conversations and you have a good storyline, it's going to keep people engaged. And when you get people engaged, it's going to get them to want to learn more. And I think that's the thing. And when it comes to education into blockchain and stuff, because it is so, so complex and, you know, lots of people dive into what is blockchain, what is Bitcoin? And we go directly there. But I think the vast majority of the public, we need to really step back to what is money, right? And if we need to understand that pretty much money is a game. And what do I mean by that? So if we understand that money is really nothing but a game, in order to, how about this? If I told you to go play a game, but I didn't tell you what the rules are, I said, just go play this game. The odds of you winning the game are probably going to be pretty, pretty minimal because you don't know what the rules are, right? You might be able to watch other people and see what's going on. You're like, oh, and try to figure out the rules. You might figure them out fast. You might never figure them out. But the number one rule about the money game is that money is depreciating every single day. So if I have a loaf of bread that's $2 today and it's going to be $4 in three years from now, if I know the rules of the money game, I'm either going to spend money now because I'm going to get a better value for what I have or I'm going to try to invest my money because I need my money to be worth more for me in the future than it is today. But if I don't know the rules of the game, like my grandfather always used to give me really, really great advice. He says, Randy, it's not about the amount of money that you make. It's about the amount of money that you save. Now, that was okay. That was the rules of the money game in his era. In his era, that was fine. You could save. But in our era, the story has changed. Everything has changed, and it's changing so rapidly. So what we really want to do with Toilet Paper Hands is we want to be able to have the easiest way for people to understand what is the money game? What is money? How to be smart? The first, some of the very, very first steps we really need to really know, rather than getting like right into crypto, right into blockchain, is what is income and expenses? What is banks? What is credit? Like how does all that work? What is financial goals? What is entrepreneurship? When we can start to teach that, when we can start to really get the fundamentals in and say, okay, you need to make money first. You need to be able to have a budget. You need to be able to take some of that budget, put some of that aside. And when you have that little bit of money aside, then you start to plan. And if you're going to invest, you need to do due diligence. You need to do fundamental research. You need to make smart decisions. And I think because the crypto, face, the crypto space was moving so fast, like even when I got in, a lot of people really run in on the hype, right? These projects, my friends are making money. I saw my friend go from X dollars to X dollars. And I want to be able to do that too. And a lot of people really skipped a lot of the most important steps that just about being smart. And this is what we want to do is we want to be able to try to break it down. 
where we want to teach people how to be smart. And it, it doesn't have to be complex, but if we can make that in a fun way. So we created this, uh, we call this, um, what's the best way to say it? It's uh, edutainment. So it's educational, but it's entertainment. And it's a story of this guy flush and he's just, uh, he's working at a job. He doesn't really like he's a trader and he keeps, uh, he keeps making bad trades. He keeps FOMOing in, he keeps losing his paper and he's wanting to get ahead in life. And so he wants to find out what is the best way. And he meets this guy, Mr. Gaines, and he teaches him the secrets of trading and it starts off. Just be smart. Let's do some research. And it's all set in this little town called Tradesville. And every business in trade, every building in Tradesville is a business opportunity. So as he's walking around, what is this? Well, it's a business. Let's look at it. Is Would this be a good investment? You know, there's a new property coming up. Is, you know, would this be something good to invest in here and there? So there is 16 episodes. Each episode is 12 minutes long. Now you cannot teach anything in 12 minutes. It's impossible. You cannot even scratch the surface. But what we can do is we can open up a conversation topic. So if we have a topic where there's inflation, now the content underneath there, let's talk about what is inflation. When we talk about getting into crypto and blockchain, what is NFTs? Now we can break that down. So the really nice part about it is, is because each of the each of the episodes, there's a lesson, right? It's just like, remember the shows we used to have when we were kids? And at the end of it, there was a lesson, like when we were watching like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air or something like that, right? Everyone kind of got mm -hmm. together. What's the lesson? And I think we really need to get back to that. Really need to get back to watching something that has value. And at the end of the, the, the episode, you really take a valuable lesson. And when it comes to the money game, when it comes to talking about investments, we should really try to learn through somebody else's journey. And what better to learn the journey through an animation character? Watch him make mistakes. Watch him have hard lessons and say, you know what? Thank God that wasn't me. But if we can do that through there and we can go and say, hey, listen, Flush made this mistake. This is how we not to do that. And that's all we want to do is we just want to make learning different. And everyone just jumps to the one side and or everyone sticks to the old story. But the problem is, is like 50% of people in the U.S. don't have an investable asset. That means they have nothing going to be working to gain money for them in the future. And it's not that they're unintelligent. It's just a lack of education out there. And it's sad that only seven states, there was an article in Forbes magazine, seven states in the U.S. actually have an option where they can take one class about learning about money. Like why, why is this not literally the most important conversation? You know, uh, my stepson the other day, he wanted me to get help with his homework and we we're doing dividing fractions. And I'm like, he's like, can you help me divide whole fractions? And I was like, man, I haven't done this in forever. So I had to pull up Google and do this. And I'm like, I, why would I ever do this? But I think what we need to do is we need to talk about what is the education system? Why don't we try to revamp the education system? Why don't we try to get talking about money into the schools, into the classrooms, into everybody's homes, make learning fun. Like it's really important. We should try to learn what is money, what is the game, what is the rules of the game, how to be smart, and we're gonna have a better chance of success in life. So yeah, that's just a little uh, a little rundown of what we got going on there. Yeah, yeah, lots to unpack there. Uh, I can see the passion, the excitement. That's it's really good to have with any kind of project. Um, I think the financial education aspect of it's really important. I think you nailed that on the head. You know, not just kids, but especially kids do not get it, even in the educational system. 
there's a huge lack of it. And I think we all know the reason why. It's just unfortunate because, you know, they don't want more entrepreneurs and business owners out there. They want more employees. But no, it, a lot of kids need it. A lot of people today need it. It's, it's definitely important. I like the take of doing it through some animated series or a comic, um, making it fun and engaging and teaching a lesson. It makes a lot of sense to me. Well, and what's really cool is because like The Simpsons has been around for 31 years. So like if we go, what we do is we start off season one is let's just teach the fundamentals. Let's go. But now when we're going to get into season two, that's when we get really deep into blockchain and we can really start to get into there. And if we start to make it fun, this is where it's going to be great opportunities also for as Tradesville, like any city, like any growing, uh, you know, town, it's going to be growing and there's going to be new businesses in well, what is this new business? This is a brand new, amazing technology. Why don't we talk about this? So it's gonna be a fantastic way for new technology coming up to be able to be showcased within here. And here's the thing too. So when, how, how are we gonna deliver the content? Okay, so we have the cartoon. So we have, um, we're gonna be using LearnDash. So it's gonna be a learning management system. So Tony Robbins uses it, the University of Michigan uses it, the University of Florida uses it. It's an interactive, okay, so with the learning management system, so say I'm a teacher and I wanna go with login. So I'm gonna go log into learning, to, to, into LearnDash. I'm gonna have all the content there. If I wanna go create a curriculum for my students, what I would say is, okay, so we have this episode, here's where we are, here's all the credible content within there. I know where my kids are at. I know kind of where they're going and I can create my course. I can have verified information in there. Now I can go and deliver it to them. Now also we have a couple other things that we really, really feel are absolutely important. So when people get education, it's nice to verify that you have information. Would you not agree, right? If you go and you earn a level of rewards, you earn a level of something, you want to be able to get rewarded for that. So with everything that's going on with NFTs, what we're going to be able to do is we're going to say, okay, once you've achieved a certain level, now you're going to have an NFT. You're going to have an immutable record on the blockchain that you've achieved a certain level of standard of education in this topic. And you're going to be able to carry that forward with you. So each one of the lessons that we're going to have, we're going to make it fun. We're going to make it engaging. We're going to gamify it. So as the younger kids are going to be able to get playing, they're going to be able to earn rewards. They're going to be able to use rewards within an ecosystem to get, uh, you know, like a backpack or hoodies or, you know, merchandise, something like this, right? Because if you can have where they're, they're learning, they're making it fun, it's relevant, it's always updated. Because, like, if you have a book and you print a book and you put the book in the school system, there's words on a paper and it's going to be outdated, and especially in an ever-evolving system like the money system, the monetary system that we have, the ever-emerging technologies, nobody's going to book learning anymore, really, when it because you can't. You can't keep up to it. You can't keep printing stuff like that. So if you have e-learning, can always be updated. Um, there's some other partnerships that I can't really discuss right now. Uh, some pretty, they're, they're pretty big for what's going on for being able to partner with content creators. Now, this is a great opportunity because if somebody says, hey, listen, I am an, I'm a content creator. I have fantastic content when it comes to these topics. And I really think it would be a, a great way for me to be able to showcase my content through your guys' series. So if they said, listen, you guys are capturing an audience. You guys are making learning fun. Can we partner up? So this is a really, really, the model of this opens up a lot of doors because 
you know, there is so much content. Where does a guy go? What does a guy do? Where does a guy even start? But if we can just start about making it fun and we can bring all of the educational content within our learning management system and we can keep everything there and we can reward people, we can track people, there can be leaderboards. You can, you know, you, there's just, it's such a cool um, it's such a cool program. It's such cool tech that you can just make learning. It, it's actually, it, it's great. And, you know, and then if you can have a record of it on the blockchain saying I've achieved this, and then if we even really want to get further into it, we can say, okay, cool. So when we get down the road later, later on in, in the roadmap, we can even attach that to a digital identity saying, so even if I achieved the level of education, I can attach that to a digital identity. Now I can take that with me wherever. So I can always have that. So if I'm living in a country where there might be some possible turmoil, or maybe the government might not future reckon, the future government might not recognize my educational certificate, um, we uh, we could have that put on digital identity. They can carry it with you wherever. So. Yeah, I think there's a lot of good ideas. There are a lot of ways you can you know push it forward. Um, is the episodic series done? Like, are you guys? Uh, using it now or are you still working on it we have the 16 episodes are done they're written what we have is we have a three minute animation and then probably within the next week we're going to have the full first series animation so what we're going to do is we're going to showcase it we're going to say okay and at that point we're going to be able to have the learn dash we're going to be able to have our first lesson what we're doing is we're giving away educational content for free to start because the first episode we talk about shorting now, if you talk about shorting, that's way, we're, we're many, 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 many steps ahead. So we're going to lose people there. And that's not the point. So what we're going to do is we're going to say, okay, listen, why don't we're going to go, we're going to give six free courses. And these are going to be very in-depth. They're going to be great courses. We're going to reward and recognize all of them. And then it's going to bring you up to par at that point. So while the six courses are going to be getting released and launched, while people are going to be able to go through there, absorb it, get it, that's going to give us time to get the rest of the 16, uh, the other 15 episodes into animation um, there. So they're all done. They're written. The storylines, unbelievable. It's, it's really, really good. It's uh, anyone that's read it is like, okay, like what's season two? Let's see what's going on next. Nice. Well, when is it coming out? Do you have like dates for it? Or are you guys still deciding? Well, the, uh, if you go to toiletpaperhands.com, so the, the three minute animations on there, there's kind of all our about everything that we got going on. So what we would like to do is our, we're going to try to shoot for the first quarter of 2023 to have everything fully released. Obviously that's a tentative date. We'd like to shoot for January, but uh, so that's kind of where our plans are, but our first course should be within the next three to four weeks. So I would say, you know, within the month from now, um, we're going to be able to have the first course in, in, and at that point we're going to say, okay, Here's the first episode. Here's the first course. Log in, drive the car, test it out, feel it, see what you want to go. And then from there, then we're going to say, okay, now, you know, let's go further. Got it. Um, do you, so is the primary goal to do this like independently, you guys, your guys' selves as a company, or do you want to really get this into an educational system at a school, or do you want a network to pick up the, the animated series as a cartoon? Well, What's this is really a vertical business growth model, right? You know what I mean? Like if we can, I've already, I, I'm in Panama here. They're very, very open in the LATAM actually. 
they're very open to talking about blockchain technology, talking about education. So I have some contacts here to talk to private school systems. I've already even met some people that run private schools. They said, this is fantastic. Once you get it further along, talk to us, and then we'll talk about bringing this within our school system. So when we get our first course, when we get everything there, then I'm going to start approaching it. So ideally, we would like to get into some private schools. Realistically, to get into a public school system is going to be a very, very, very difficult thing. So if we can get it in some good private schools, they said, hey, since it's a private school, we have a little more choice in what we want our kids to be learning here. We're going to be featuring this. At that point, we can start to even get, you know, a proof of concept to see how are the kids responding, getting there. Like we would love to get into a public school system. I think we should really be pushing for a great educational reset, to be honest, talking about things like just uh, just like entrepreneurship, leadership, talking about health, talking about money, talking about just uh, creative thinking. You know, I think the education system overall really needs to prioritize. You know, we're we should be on the memorizing part, like, you know, memorizing what happened. Well, that's what Google's for. We can literally we all have a smartphone. And in Latin America, most people have two smartphones. In El Salvador, most people have two smartphones. So if you need to know something, you can Google it. I'm not saying that memorizing and exercising the brain is a bad thing. But so what we would also do is, you know, to be able to get onto like an Amazon Prime, possibly a Netflix. There's some other platforms out there that we're talking, maybe possible streaming services uh, that really just focus more on education. Ideally, you know, there's probably a lot of services that would be open to having this. But once we get the the all the episodes we can go and kind of pitch to there um and then obviously just for the individual for just the average mom and dad and kid at home if they're like hey i want my kid to learn about money and if we can do, make it fun that's it and we also too um have a partnership with the united nations it's Emprotect. so it's the entrepreneurial division of the united nations it was a program developed by harvard and mit where it rent and it really focused on teaching people how to bring out their best self, understanding that failure is a good thing, learning through the process and really bringing out. Um, so we have a partnership with them. We have a newsletter coming out in a few weeks from Emprotech, going to be about us, about the partnership there. So yeah, we have a lot of really, really amazing things. And what we wanted to do is our, our partnership with them, as we said, listen, for all the developing nations that can't afford this education, have it. You know, I don't think financial education should be uh, a privilege. I think it should be a right. I think it should be mandatory. I think everyone should be given this as just part of being, you know, part of the process. Like everyone should have to know this. And you and I know that's not really how the system works, but hopefully we want to be able to say, listen, if we, there's a developing nation, you know, if you want this course, absolutely. Let's, here you go. But for some of the countries that can't afford it, it's going to be a subscription-based service. You're going to make it very, very affordable, very reasonable. Our whole point here is we just want to educate people. We want to make it fun. We want to make it accessible for the globe. We don't want to be able to say, hey, you need to be in the high end of the first world country. And then we can talk about this. Like, that's just, that's not where we're heads at. What about a physical book or a physical comic? I feel like that might be also another avenue and something that would be easy to get into like a school library or into a, a kid's hands or something like that. We were we were thinking about that. We were going to start off, but all of our feedback, everyone says, I just want to watch the cartoon. I just want to go and I want to play around and I want to learn 
I want to learn digitally. And, you know, I don't know all the statistics off by hand right now, but I think almost 70% of kids taking education are already learning on some type of digital device. And I think over 45% of kids in public school systems are using tech for in the, in the system. So we were going to do the comic book and everyone's like, I just want to watch a cartoon. And we're like, you know what? Kind of makes sense. Maybe down the road, we can have like a special edition where we're like, hey, cool. We can offer something like that. But as for now, our primary focus is really just get the learning management system to the best it can be. We want to have the best user experience. If we can have people come and make a learning the best user experience, it's fun, it's easy, it's rewarding, it's verifiable in the blockchain, you know, you can be like, okay, that was great. You know, so our that's our main focus is just trying to make this a great experience for everybody of all ages. Mm-hmm. And I bet there's a lot of parents that are probably like, they don't want to talk to their kids about money because they don't understand it themselves. And that's okay. Cause we weren't taught it. I, at 38 years old, I looked down the rabbit hole and I was like, Oh no, Oh no. What is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we're here. How far. So like as people get farther down into the series and they start learning all the basics, how complicated in terms of, financial education do you want to get um, especially with kids like if you get into blockchain and stuff do you want to teach them about uh, DAOs and staking and mining and investing and and crypto do you want yeah every everything will go there so this is where all this is where the nice thing about creating an animation is right Mm -hmm. each each uh, episode is we can talk so we can talk about mining in an episode and then we can break it down but now when you go into the learning management system you're gonna say okay we we pique the interest in that 12 minutes, we've made something. It makes you think about it. You're like, okay, I need to know more. Now you go into learning management system and based on um, where you're at, now that's where you can start to learn. And as we collaborate in the future with bigger partners and more creators, then I think what you can do is say, listen, we're going to have something that's understandable for everyone. But if you want to know more, go on to da, 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 right? And that's where we can start to connect and web out with uh, content creators that are providing a lot of value, that are credible, that have some experience. And, you know, right now, even some of the most experienced content creators in blockchain, no one's got 10 years, no one's got 10 good years. So everyone's pretty new in this space. So this is where it's going to be really, really exciting to see who we can partner up and pair with uh, that wants to share their content, that wants to create. And, you know, it's all about building communities, right? If we can start to connect communities where we just have this fun, easy icebreaker and they have that super deep dive info where we can say, hey, if you guys like it, you want to know more, go to, right? So that's that's kind of where we're at there. Nice, nice. I love it. Love what you guys are doing. Uh, educational stuff is very, very important. It's why I do the podcast. Um, I love being in that kind of line of work. Uh, just kind of start wrapping things up since we're getting towards the end. Where should people go where do you want to direct them just the website um, um yeah, what I can do is let me let me try to grab the link tree right now okay i'll drop this in the comments uh, copy where is the comments huh. it's on the right side there's a private chat here okay and okay so yeah, so what we do is we just um, we just uh, opened up our Telegram today. So what we wanted to do is the last month, we started building kind of our brand awareness, right? We got our TikTok going, we got our Instagram, we got our YouTube shorts. We started putting out content there. Today, we just opened up our Telegram. So if you guys want to know more, just jump into our Telegram. It's uh, Toilet Paper Hands Official, um, but it's in our link tree right there. And, um, and yeah, check out our website, toiletpaperhands.com. 
Um, yeah, and we, uh, it's just really, really exciting. And, and like I said, I just, the more and more we look, no one's really kind of tackled this approach like this. And if we can just make learning fun, and this is where we're extremely open to collaboration, saying like, if you have great content, you're going to bring great value. Talk to us. Absolutely. Let's start networking. Let's start. Cause I've only been in this space for a few years. I'm not a specialist on anything and I'll be the first to admit, of course I'm not. But I would love to talk to people that are. I would love to be able to direct my audience to find out information there. So as you can see, brand partnerships. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, where can people find you mostly? Are you on um, LinkedIn or on, other on social? LinkedIn. Randy okay. I'll, I'll drop my uh, I'll drop my link here. Uh, copy. Yeah, it's, it's just super exciting. Everyone's like, I have a lot of energy, but it's hard not to be excited. It's no, hard. You should. You should have the energy. It's good to have that. It keeps you going, keeps you focused. Um, you know, it keeps you motivated. It's it's important to have in any kind of project. So I like seeing it. Yeah, it's, it is. It's I, you know, I, I, I loved my job for two decades before, but I never flew out of bed thinking, God, I can't wait to start today. Mm-hmm. But I, this last year, um, I, I can't wake up and not be excited. It's just it's just cool. And it's really, mm-hmm. really excited to see this space and where it's going and all the potential. So it's uh, yeah, man, just thanks for having thanks for having me on. It's been awesome. Great job on. I'm excited about your new book. I'll pre-order your book, too. I uh, definitely show some support. And, and thanks for having us on. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you guys on. Um, and yeah, yeah, the book's getting exciting. It's it's coming out soon. Um, so we're going to be promoting the hell out of it. So you'll probably see a lot more. Um, but yeah, thanks for taking the time to come on, man. Guys, go check out Randy. Go check out Toilet Paper Hands and everything they're doing um, to stay up to date on when it comes out, how you can uh, learn about trading and crypto and blockchain and financial education in a very creative yeah. way and have some fun. Um, all right, Randy. Thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Take care, man. Ciao.